All right. Welcome to Seminar 106, The Commentary. I'm Adam Blanford, your host. You may have heard me in such a delightful productions as uh, Are You There, Pod? It's Me, Margaret. And the delightful The Podcast of the Lambs, which is just two hours of sheep going, With me are some delightful writers. First of all, we have Caitlin Kleiman, prolific writer of Seminar and voice actress on the side. Hello, Caitlin. Hello, and also Kingery now. <gasps> oh yeah, writing staff with Kingery, that's right. Yeah. Okay, Yay. all right. All right, next we have Jillian Morgan, director for the Kingery. So you probably know that Caitlin's on the writing staff, and if you don't, there is a problem. <laughs> Greetings programs. And last but certainly not least, last but first in our hearts is Bridget Gusowitz. We are so happy to have you here. Bridget's been uh, voice acting on The Pendant Shakespeare, on The Kingery, as the, the nurse who will take no sass. And uh, we are we are pleased to have uh, Bridget as the new, 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 new for seminar episode 108, I think. So welcome, Bridget. Applause. Yeah, great. You're all appropriately, you know, you're all appropriately enthusiastic. I love it. Um, I'm pinch hitting for Garen tonight because uh, Garen uh, was not able to make it and do a commentary. And as of this recording, it goes live in like two days. So we're going to get this done. So um, this is a very special episode of Seminar in that it is a series of ultra shorts. Normally we do two or one short uh Per episode, and uh, this time we decided to do a series of ultra shorts. Does anybody actually remember how this ultra short idea came about? It was Tilly, I think. I, I think she put something in the in the pendant Discord. I'm sure there was right. some some incredibly random joke that somebody made about Zeph in Midsummer Night's Dream or something like that from the Kingery, and it just went downhill from there. I think so. Yeah, I, I think that wasn't it. Uh, wasn't it a joke about uh, about uh, using the word using the term "okay, chuckle fox"? That sounds correct. <laughs> I mean, it sounds right. That sounds like kingery, yes. And we we made the joke about everybody talking about trying to work in "okay, chuckle fox" into every single scene that they wrote, and somehow it transmuted into Shakespeare for reasons I can't fathom. But a legend was born. <laughs> I cannot hear what is going on. Okay. All right. So we now know how this brilliant idea came about. And we've each written variations on a theme. The theme, the episode is called Spear Shaking Students. It's a kind of a code. Oh. You can really pay attention to what's going on. I'll tell you anyway. It's about uh, William Shakespeare, and uh, we, we decided to do variations on a theme. We reimagined scenes from Shakespeare. So we each came up with an idea, and somehow none of us overlapped. Which That's I think is a good cool. point, actually. Because I don't know about you guys, I could only name like four Shakespeare plays. <laughs> so I'm kind of surprised. use a Shakespeare play. I just, I went through history instead. So. <laughs> you did, okay, all right, Jillian, you were the, the, the rebel. You were the one who yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure I understood the assignment, so. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think any of us understood. We just well, kind of wrote true. something until he told us we were wrong. It was like, okay. <laughs> it's hard to explain. 
It could be if it thought of itself as such. Yeah, which is funny because I actually played one of the students so. way back when we had students, too. I choose too, to think so. of it as sentient, though. Yeah. Well, we still have In a student, case, the ever-delightful Thomas. Sure it can help us. Yes. I'll ask. I'm from the before that, time. The before times. <laughs> it was a time of lawlessness. Long, long Start ago. Objection. Long, long ago and far, far away, roaming the world having adventures with their talking dog in a mystery van. Wait, that's the wrong franchise. Thanks. Rubberoo Reggie. All right, so now we are in. Without further stalling for time, we are now in Objection. Bridget, what gave you this idea? A pleasure, Miss Smith. Um, well, thank you. I I base it on on much ado about nothing and. Miss Smith, the character, goes into a scene from that, and she's very much an author self-insert. If I was a cisgender woman, uh, which I'm not, but um, yeah, I think we've all had our moments when we've wanted to you know, shout at the characters for being really stupid over you know a simple little misunderstanding and. Yeah, you know, with Much Ado being one of my favorites, um, the Claudio and Hero's wedding is a scene that I've always gotten so frustrated at Claudio during, <laughs> and so I just kind of took all of that out writing this. And uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, honestly. I, I mean, it seems like a lot of fun, and, and you know, you can tell people are having fun across the board with with the actors and with the uh, the, the sound design. Because I mean, I love the the island music and all that, the really relaxing kind of thing going on, and then the time travel. I know that. Pretty awesome. Let's just get this started, shall we? All right, step into the portal. The Smith is kind of sassy. I love her. Some right, nice so, transitions here with the sound, with the time travel. It, it was brilliantly done. I think that uh, Garen actually went to Area Fifty One and recorded uh, <laughs> the audio of time travel taking place. The only logical explanation. Yeah, Occam's razor. Yeah, it's the simplest explanation. So there's no way he could be that good. Actually, that no, I mean he could be that good. Yeah, yeah, he's way better. Yeah. Okay. I'm, but I'm good too. Darn it. Yes. <laughs> I'm good enough and smart enough. Uh, I can't let this stand. So Bridget, what else? What else did you? How many? How many drafts did you go through when you were when you were writing this? Did you Did you get to go through four or five drafts? I think. Um, I I think uh, the first. Sorry. <laughs> I went, I, I did it, you know, I did all one draft, sent it off to Tilly, and then did some revisions. So I was able to get it done in two, which oh, I think it's just beginner's luck, honestly. Show off. It's the first thing I've, it's the first time I've ever written something of this nature. I mean, I'm usually voice acting or I stick to writing, um, you know, other forms of dumb poetry, etc. But yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> Two times and your first time writing audio drama. God, I was like six drafts on the first my first short. How about you? How about you, Caitlin? You've written like twenty six of these episodes. How, 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 many, how many drafts did it take you? My very first one, I think, was a good five or six. Like that. That was a lot of back and forth. So. 
So yeah, two's impressive. I mean, it means you've got yeah. a good knack for it. Yeah. Are shaming the most precious woman. I got I'm pleased when I only go through two. <laughs> I got in trouble for the for the line numbers and pagination. And and Tilly, I think Tilly was like, you know, it's been a long time since we've had to talk with you about this. But so I, I got the talk. I remember messaging Tilly like, how am I supposed to put these line numbers in? It's nice though because once you've done it the first time, you can just go back to that document every time and just write over everything else and leave the numbers. And you're set. Uh, yeah, that's a good Man, point. I'm not that smart. I've been doing the, doing it all randomly. Uh, not randomly, but I've been doing it just. Man, I'm dumb. I'm not efficient at all. I I just love Claudio's little little start of excitement as he's. No, I can't oh. for the, the 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 interchanges between these characters are great, and and uh, yeah, Claudio is is a fantastic actor, and I mean they're all fantastic across the board. They really did a good job bringing this scene to life, and you know you do really kind of feel with the the, the listener that you you really do want to smack everyone around. It's like everybody needs a slight correction. I I have a wife waiting for me, and you have Beatrice. I had to make her gay. Stop hiding behind your If anyone deserves love around here, it's you too. My lady. And that's my cue to leave. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have reality to return to. I feel like she needs to do this the finger snap in the end, you know, the the three kind of thing going on. All right, so we're segueing back into news office, the previous new, new number three. Any luck with the mainframe, Thomas? Yes, it's quite keen to help us. In fact, I think it's bored. It's you can't have a bored mainframe. That's when it starts killing people. No, no, that yeah, that generally is bad. Okay, uh, let's do a chew. All right, Jillian. Tell us yes. about a chew. Okay, so um, there's a show on BBC called Upstart Crow. It's it's a sitcom version of Shakespeare's Life, basically. Uh, stars David Mitchell, and it's fabulous. Um, and they one of their last episodes before the whole panini went went uh, around was um, they, they actually dealt with the death of Hamnet Shakespeare, um, Shakespeare's son who died at age eleven. Nobody knows quite how he died. And so I was like, hmm, there's something to that, maybe. And then, of course, we've got the whole panda going on outside. And so I kind of used both of those and a little bit of time travel to uh, kind of just kill a kid, basically, is what I did. I, I killed a kid. That, that's all <laughs> you, to a murderer. <laughs> so nonchalant. Not just killing, but I, I've done much worse in the kingery, so, you know. That's like a point. I'm used to it at this point. But biological warfare, man. Well, you know, Dude. very, very dirty bombs. Very uh, dirty bombs. But yeah, so um, it was no, just one stop of the bomb, like, man. Stop it, yeah. dude. Make make yeah, love, you know, not war. I thought it'd just be a funny thing to have, you know, somebody actually doing real science. I had this very mad scientist vibe in my head as I was writing, and uh, the actor here does a fabulous job of capturing the the just barely hinged this of, of you know, the scientists the and the janitor is just trying to do their job and you know that's that's okay i intentionally wrote 
the characters non-gender specific, at least the main two characters. I mean, Hamnet and his mother. Yeah. But the others, you know, I made sure anybody could play them and it wouldn't affect it at all. But um, So that was Marta De Silva as Lane and Rico Brooks as Kylan. Yay. I looked that up. I didn't memorize it, even though I did the credits. Good job. Nothing wrong with looking it up. Now, originally, this ended up being a lot longer, and I had to cut the very important side plot of them actually landing in shit. I, I thought that would be really it's funny. fun, though. <laughs> I know, I know, but but we were going into eight or nine pages, and I was like, well, yeah, you're so right. like, yeah. you got to cut this down a little. I was like, fine, I'll cut the shit. an ultra short. No, no, it's it's short, it's but it's short. It's a normal short, and that's fine for normal episodes of Seminar. But this is not normal. This is the new normal for, for this episode. Of the air quality. Yeah, this ain't normal. No, but none about nothing about this is normal. And, and the sound design here is fabulous. The cows, the cows, so many cows. I love nightmares of cows forever. Oh my, this is. Well, you know, like I said, Garen is a big believer in doing things live. So he went to the the pasture and in the the 16th century and uh, recorded this. Holy is using the time travel. Well, yeah, it makes sense. You already had time travel access, so. I told you if I didn't know anything, I was going to do my best to find out the truth, and if not, I was going to lie. And so I just did that. and carrying devices the like of which I've never seen. Don't move. And writing fake Shakespearean style dialogue, you have to be very careful not to fall into the trap of making it too over the top. And I probably did, but you know, that's that's okay. You, you can never have too many winces and thous and whatnot. <laughs> you know, that's okay. Go ahead, Bridget. I actually took a lot of... um. Uh, some of it gets covered up. Um, it overlaps with Miss Smith's um, entrance into the scene, but um, I, I took a lot of the Claudio uh, stuff in the beginning from the actual Much Ado About Nothing, and that made right. it easier. <laughs> that worked. And it is the scene. Where's the damned order return? Well, I, I agree with you. I think I used about good sir about 15 times because I couldn't think of any other way to address somebody. No, and then that's... <laughs> I'm proud of that one too. Oh, thank Hawking. Spirits, perhaps, once here, now gone, but to where and by what means... You got to think, Hamnet did not have his vitamin C that morning if he got sick that quickly. Well, you know, when you're exposed to a virus from an era completely unknown to you, you know, or a, t or a place completely unknown to you, it can hit you pretty quick. It's you know? got to have an incubation period, though. There's got to be longer than five minutes. It's a future virus. Maybe the incubation period is five minutes, Adam. You don't know. I do know because I'm a doctor. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Except the people I work with are already, you know, dead. But that's beside the point. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, that, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> don't, don't, no, it's like you're patting me over, on the head over, over. Yeah, yeah, no. Cameraless it's, it's, zoom. It's, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you Pat your computer on the head. <gasps> yeah, better. okay, I will. I hate you all. <laughs> 
And that was a particularly oh, icky splat too when the snakes hit him. I like that. Damn. Didn't check the clock. But um, yeah. Uh, one thing, uh, Tilly was a little concerned because I didn't really say what happened to Hamnet. And part of that was just space again, because I was already on page seven. I was like, I won't worry about that. Thankfully, it does get addressed in the uh, rapper part of the, the show. So so people have an idea of Hamnet as being more than just a character that I just pulled out of my uh, ample ass. Because <laughs> the name does sound fake. Hamnet. Well, it, I mean, you know, it. yeah. It sounds like a discount Hamlet. Mm-hmm. You couldn't afford the L. <laughs> Wish.com Hamlet. Yeah. It really does. Hi, I'm Hamnet. I like long walks on the beach. Yeah, exactly. Wish.com. <laughs> and of course, I have to make a little political statement at the end of this. But, you know, that's that's just me. Wear a fucking mask, people. We're all in this together, damn it. That's right. All right, we're back in the fuck on here, right? Yeah, you can say, I've already said chuckle fox, so it's already going to get in. <laughs> oh, good point. It's too point. late now. <laughs> no taking it back. He's going to catch cold. Hamnet Shakespeare, that was William Shakespeare's son, died at age 11. Oh. And now we're sad. Die of illness? But there, were, there was no somber music going on, really. No. That's the no. reference in the story. He's like, oh, that happened. It was <laughs> thousand plus years ago, so whatever. Yeah, who cares? It was like 600 years ago. Yeah. Uh, remember when 600. 600. Seminars exactly set. So. Okay. Well, it's like the 34th century. So it's like 2,000 years ago. We weren't learning how to write stories. It was a long time. Okay. Long ass time. We got that established. Yes. Yes. Right. Let's do. All right. Palumbo. Now we're in Palumbo. Oh my God. I love this. Written by somebody, some weirdo. I don't know. Oh wait, that's me. Um, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so Adam, tell me what, how you came up with this idea. Okay, Adam, I will. Um, so actually, um, when I was in high school, I was taking an AP English course, and we were we were studying Hamlet, and my teacher brought up the fact that the grave diggers, like he's like, yeah, that's Yorick's skull, and she's like, he'd have no idea who the hell that is. And I always that always stuck with me. And so when we came up with the, the idea to write a, a spin on Shakespeare, I thought, hey, why don't we why don't we make it kind of a CSI kind of thing? And uh, and then I was talking with Sarah Palmero about it. And Sarah was like, well, you know what? Because I, I, I was I kept thinking about Columbo. I had just seen Columbo. And I remember the oh, yeah, one more thing. And and the first line I came up with was, you know, the 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 uh, last line of this, the short. This above all, tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And, and and Sarah was like, hey, maybe you should uh, have Columbo be in the short. And so it kind of went downhill from there because I just kept riffing and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's a really fun idea. <laughs> my biggest my biggest fear was that I'm too old and no one would get it. <laughs> See, so, I am also old, and I got it. So, you know. uh, see, you, you're 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 my people. You you totally got it, and uh, and so I, I'm I'm totally you know enthused about that. And Caitlin, you got it without looking it up on Wikipedia. Uh, sure. <laughs> God damn it, Bridget, 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 did you get it, or did, are you? You're gonna break my heart, aren't you? <laughs> I'm 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 the I'm the young one here. I'm I'm 21. 
Oh, God. Yeah, that's a oh, steep oh. difference, Adam. <laughs> I mean, I knew who Columbo, well, I was, when I was, when I was 21, Columbo was still on television. Um, okay, yeah. moving on. Yeah. So, I, I fully admit I watch it on Peacock all the time. So. <laughs> Well, I always, I always just love the, the, oh, I'm totally incompetent. So, you know, I look incompetent so people all won't take me seriously and I can catch them. And, uh, and so I, I, I had to like kind of review some of the old episodes and be like, oh yeah, my wife tells me I got to go out and exercise, you know? And uh, so that's, that's where some of these, some of the dialogue comes from. And, uh, it, and yeah, Sarah suggested Polonius and Palum and, and Columbo were the same person. I was like, Holy crap. He's incompetent in the play. We'll make him incompetent as a detective. It, it, we'll just marry the two ideas. It's brilliant. Until he agreed. There, was, there were only four revisions or four drafts. What do you do? Talk to friends, associates, and ascertain his last whereabouts. But I did have to work on this because I, I screwed up the formatting. I screwed up the line numbering. And I was too long. So... For 20 years ago. Yeah, sometimes it's the technical stuff of writing that, that gets you. Right. Rather than the actual content. Just realized you guys couldn't see me nodding. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, Caitlin, keep up. <laughs> so I, I stole from uh stole heavily from Hamlet from that scene and tried to just integrate my dialogue in with this so that it was more seamless because mm -hmm. I keep saying good sir over and over because that's just me like what the hell how the hell do I sound like I'm Elizabethan. Uh perhaps he owed someone else money. That was my next thought. But when I I got this approved, I told Garen specifically someone had to do a good Palumbo or a Columbo. He had to channel Peter Falk, or they had to channel Peter Falk. And he did a pretty good job. Yeah. We haven't met before, good sir. Nah, just a coincidence, buddy. You can see him looking very rumpled. Probably disappeared for some other reason. Just looking like laundry uh, thrown in the corner. Other type of wrong, good sir. Very rumpled, you know. I, my, my wife told me I should go out and potty, you know. I better watch out. <laughs> He's very busy. He doesn't have time for things like cleaning and hygiene. Laundry is so not important. I mean, Holmes would agree. Seems mm -hmm. there was an altercation between my missing Vic and a member of the audience. Indeed. Mm. The guy decided to do prop comedy involving a volunteer didn't volunteer at all. So York is character. Kind of. Kind of. Is that so? Yeah. Words were exchanged. According to the report. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. That is most unfortunate for... And now we're all quiet. Yes. Well, Why are we all quiet? Show what? The show's so good that we have to listen to it. And not yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. Sorry. I'm just taking it seriously. Sheesh. Nah. <laughs> Birth name was Frank Wrinklehofer. Wrinklehofer. I, I tried to come up with the most ridiculous name possible. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing with Dr. Filtrum on my... Because the filter is that little dent uh, between your nose and your lip. <laughs> I, I see that. I keep forgetting that that particular factoid. So that's that's brilliant. The very Monty Python type touch there, I think. Gentlemen, and hear the name of my missing Vic. 
Oh, oh ominous music. He's about to put it all together, even though he's already done it. Very little in my estimation. Doesn't it, though? You, you've been a grave digger here for uh, over 30 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. I found the, the thread on the Discord about um, what, where we came up with this. <laughs> and it was actually Bridget that that, uh, that kind of started things, because, uh, yeah, Zeph says, hey, okay, fuck, chuckle fucks. <laughs> and then we started saying, Jeff says, now I feel compelled to do an edit juxtaposing Russell as Pericles, saying, okay, chuckle fucks, or insert, okay, chuckle fucks into Pericles. And it just uh, snowballed from there. <laughs> I feel better yeah. knowing. <laughs> we have to keep the origin of this because when somebody writes a book on our lives, yes. they're going to need to know this. When we do the oral history of Pendant, this will be there. Oral history of Pendant. That just sounds dirty. <laughs> Only at shenanigans. And even going undercover. Check out a few things. There's lots the of oral historians there. <laughs> I knew it. They can make cunning oral arguments. Yes. Polonius, but it's Lieutenant Palumbo. Sex joke. But I'm <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the better. My first time running the commentary, and we're already going into the sex jokes. I mean, oh, I am so well, I was, a great, I was a great director while it lasted. You have a rhyme. I'm almost sorry. I dropped oh, the good. charges for a Now I can be bumped up to the kingery, right? Yes. Okay. Wait. I, mean, I was going to say, Pendant's clearly not bothered by sex jokes, or else the kingery no. would not exist. So it's fine. Yeah, the entirety <laughs> I mean, of the kingery. I mean, you know. What is that, good sir? But of course, we have the asexual director of that show. So. <laughs> it's a hard life. Nothing but the Let's go. All right, and the perp's been bagged. Now, still frame. Going go to credits. Into rapper number four, which is something you really don't see that often. No. Most of the time, there's three rappers. No more. I believe that was a mashup. No less. And I, I have to compliment Vincent in how he manages to find a way to make a unified theme with all of these different ideas. Right? Because yeah. I imagine he looked at mine and said, how the hell do I put Columbo, <laughs> Shakespeare, and all this other stuff together? Now, obviously, here we have Sarah. This, I think this is Sarah Palmero's first writing credit as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Tempest Tossed. It's clearly based on Shakespeare in Love. Mm -hmm. right God. right of course well, could have been so much I, i've only i've only yeah, i've only looked at the back of the video and you know synopsis of back in 1998 i i don't know what it's about but i assume it's like this it's similar yeah okay good it take it takes notes from it right no i'm just so. kidding it's really from uh <laughs> what's the what's the one called the tempest it's in there right there in the title tempest tossed because it's pendant, we took the Tempest and we tossed it over on its head. We completely inverted the ideas. Tossed it in a salad spinner. Exactly. So I actually mixed this one. And um, and I, I will say that the, all the, the, the sound effects that are being used here, um, I didn't record or I didn't request them on time. And so all of these sound effects are from Pericles. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I stole all of the sound effects from the storm and uh, the rummaging is actually the sound of Pericles armor. 
and uh, you know, and, and a whole bunch of other stuff. I, I I stole that from Pericles. It's the magic of audio. Yes, it is. This is why I never delete anything ever, because right. I have yeah. I have sound effects going back about ten years now. Gotta hoard that. I, I, I can, I can and I have you. most of the lines too, which has come in handy on occasion. <laughs> Do you remember the Kingery episode that I mixed? Because or that the episode, but the the scenes that I mixed, the scene that was in the um, in the uh, the marketplace, I stole yes. effects from from Pericles as well. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Right. Brilliant. Beg, borrow, or steal. That's the best yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Pad me That's on how the head. All the greats do it. Kaylin, no, don't, don't, no, don't. Do it again. Do it again. He likes it. Good job, buddy. God. Treating me like a doddering old man. I know Don't encourage him. By name, but I've never seen anything like so, not Sarah, how did you come up with this uh, story? A... Well, you know, I was thinking about it, and I just thought it was really, really great. I thought I was really interested in storms and storm chasing and islands, and I thought this was great. I have no idea. Um, I'm assuming because I asked I asked Sarah if, if if there was anything that we should relate tonight, and Sarah said no, just have fun. So we're having fun with it. Yeah. So Sarah was hanging a clock in, her, in 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 the bathroom and fell and dreamed of the flux capacitor and of this short. Okay, holding hands already. You're supposed to laugh. <laughs> thank you. See, Jillian, that was a really great laugh. Caitlin, I'm giving you a three out of six. I've never been good at voice acting laughing. You've never been good at voice acting? Jeez. Give yeah, well, that's true. Jeez. And Bridget, come on. You, you got you to jump in. with um, the ti Timing is everything in voice acting. Even though it's all asynchronous. Timing is everything. You controlled that storm? Uh-huh. And there's uh, Garen with his Santa Claus laugh. That's a good fake laugh. I, I mean, I feel like he's going to ask if Fred if he's been a good little boy. Maybe Prospa is really Santa Claus. And it's the North Pole. Maybe. And climate change has caused storms to form around the North Pole. Please. Think about it, man. Think about it. going to write that now. Think about it, man. Draw straws. Did we just blow your mind? <laughs> Stay tuned for this and other conspiracies on Seminar 107's commentary. Yes. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Caitlin. Caitlin's gonna write this one because Caitlin writes pretty much everything else. I mean, I was expecting about four or five scripts from Caitlin for for seminar in the future. I go through phases. Like it's either Phase. only me for like four episodes straight, or you don't hear from me for two years. It was, phase. Like, it was a phase. It was a phase. I mean, kind of. I was doing lots and lots of drugs, and I just was up for four <laughs> days straight. And I needed something to do. Only seminar scripts. <laughs> it's like crack, man. I'm just doing lines of it. Lines of lines. Okay, now that's a great fake laugh, just because it makes you really disconcerted. <laughs> Translate well. Well, when AIs laugh, it, it's rarely a good sign. I I can just do the evil laugh. That's it, and 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 that that's my shtick. So you know. <laughs> I wish you could do a good evil laugh. So I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. You'll get there. You'll get there. So Caitlin, uh -huh. tell us about this short, the taming of Ebb Two. Yes. So, or is it Ebdos? 
I in oh, actually that would have been good. In my head, it was EB two, but that's one oh, of those okay, things okay. that like you All just right. sort of let totally. into the wild and people pronounce it how they decide. You know, totally. Uh, <laughs> but so like I mentioned earlier, I could probably only name like four plays and Taming of the Shrew. I only really know because of Ten Things I Hate About You. And I was like, okay, I know the gist. We're gonna go with that. Uh, <laughs> education and in this country better than yeah. gaming of the shrew so, oh, honestly i'd rather watch that um and yeah i was trying to sort of think like how just sort of a really weird way to do it and when in doubt i tend to just like have robots and violence if i'm being honest i mean we so, all have our go-tos yeah yeah um <laughs> Yeah. And I, the other thing that I, I think was kind of different for me on this one, I tend to write a lot of non gendered characters just because if it doesn't feel like it's important to the story, I just kind of go like, ah, cast whoever you want. Doesn't matter. Um, for this one, Taming of the Shoes very strongly gendered. I mean, it's very much about like men trying to sort of have women be the perfect wife. So weirdly enough, like we needed to have the bad guys and the poor robots who were actually gendered as women. Like I actually sort of was intentional about that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's what I got. <laughs> so the women are going to kill us all. Is that the, I mean, the, is that the, that the meaning? Yeah, yeah. Is that what I should be deriving? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Feminism equals murder, people. Hi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that, okay. That. Just, yeah. just, just making sure. Hi, um, the takeaway. <laughs> okay. Actually, Chester called me yesterday. Well, I mean, I mean, Chester kind of had. I mean, dude had it coming. Had it coming. Totally. Com yeah. Had it coming. I don't think anyone was sad. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sad about Chester. No. I mean, I felt a little bad for Barnaby. You know. He was kind of wrong place, wrong time. You know. <laughs> yeah. He was a witness. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, you're more agreeable, but I worry what happened to your motto. Show him to me, please. Certainly. Wait here a moment. Who also definitely had to remind myself what the heck I wrote. Uh, because the timelines, I know you all know, but the timelines on these are so long that when Adam first emailed, I was like, I wrote a short. <laughs> I did? Yes. Oh, no, which one? <laughs> While I was sleeping? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> While I was on that bender? Is that LSD, man? Yeah, you never know with me. Oh. <laughs> what, about the LSD? No, the, like, writing oh, benders. Oh, 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 okay, okay, just checking. <laughs> I think with Caitlin, it's spaghetti. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> All that pasta. Yeah, yeah. Oh, carb overload. Often put on by... Customers. All right, Garen chose really this great music here. I'm assuming Garen, I can't remember who mixed this one. Uh, this, uh, oh, shoot. I don't know. Uh, one of us did it, and it, the music selection was great. It was yeah. very creepy. It's very Whoever like, it was. Very like, uh, it wasn't me. So it was either Garen or Jeff. I don't remember. Well, we've narrowed it down at least. Yes, the suspects. All right, <laughs> and we are back to the 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 office and That's like a typical faculty member new is coming up with the yeah. syllabus right before him well yeah return homicidal and kill me no that's not funny i would never yeah totally. that last season thomas totally would 
let's see what no that was uh that was the other one the other oh, okay Fritz or oh, whatever his name was that... i don't know i don't remember i just do transcripts <laughs> thomas what does this mean dun 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 well, it seems to me that students were writing different stories based on a single prompt collections of them why i'm not oh my sure. god <gasps> people were being creative i think we should stop the mainframe from decrypting it's the free thought alarm it's fan fiction we gotta keep this to ourselves <laughs> they've discovered ao3 oh no no they discovered fanfiction.net <laughs> oh god these were the longest credits in the universe Oh, a bit. <laughs> so this brings us to the end of Seminar 106. We hope we've made you laugh. We've made you cry. We've probably made you vomit. Um, thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you at some other point in the future. Maybe. Would you guys like to add anything? No. No? Okay. All right. Well, we will see you later. <laughs> Enrico All right. Peace out. Written by Bye. Bye. In Lieutenant Palumbo, Danny Spiller is Horatio, Garen Fitzgerald is Palumbo, Maxim Suvedi is Clown, and Mike Queller is Hamlet. Written by Adam Blanford. <laughs>